Welcome to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast, where I help entrepreneurs go from scattered to streamlined in their creative businesses. I'm your host, Dolly DeLong, a wife, a mom, and a photographer turned systems educator. Join me every week as we have conversations centered around creating tactical workflows and automations in your business. Now, let's make some strategic workflow magic. Hello, and welcome back to the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast. I am your host, Dolly DeLong, and I just want to say, I hope you are having a wonderful and happy new year in 2023 so far. So I'm going to be honest and transparent. At the time of this recording, we are definitely not in the new year yet, and I'm definitely still breathless with the baby number two inside of me. So when this episode does air, I'm really hoping that I will be at home snuggling baby number two, and I'm just pretty much future projecting, and I'm hoping that as you are listening to this episode, that 2023 is amazing, that nothing too weird or crazy has happened, and overall, I just hope that as a creative business owner, you have a sense of excitement about the blank slate of the new year ahead. And speaking of blank slate, a lot of creative business owners sometimes use the beginning of the new year to hone in on goal or goals. And I think one of the best goals, which again, uh, doesn't necessarily have to begin at the beginning of the year, you can begin at any time of the year if you have a goal you want to work on yourself for yourself and your business. But a goal you can begin is you can create just honing in on the finances of your business and life because that's so important. Now, as you know, I am not a money or financial expert in any way, shape, or form. Although I have been making traction and learning more about money in my own creative business journey, I think it's always important to point you, the listener, towards the directions of actual experts who can hold your hand over this podcast and help you develop a system in whatever topic we're covering. So again, I want you to develop in this episode, I have an expert on who is going to help you start developing a system for your finances for 2023 and beyond. My expert this week is Sarah Becker of Becker Talks Money. And if you don't know her yet, by the end of this episode, you're going to be a huge fan of hers. And I'm just going to let Sarah introduce herself, share who she is, what she does, and how she serves other business owners, especially female business owners. So Sarah, I'm going to let you take it away. Thank you so much, Dolly. I'm so excited to be here with y'all. This is just, I mean, my favorite topic, obviously, is money. So thank you for having me on. I have been in the creative entrepreneurial space for over a decade now. I started off by photographing weddings, as many of us did. Still love doing that, do it every once in a while. Um, And I did that in New Orleans for a decade. And in my mid-20s, I got involved in real estate. I purchased a property with a couple other investors that had been blighted after Hurricane Katrina and was just still sitting empty. So we turned it into a guest house, which was an amazing experience. And I learned so much about money through that. 
And then I also started a third business with my best friend, Logan Dorries, a elopement planning company, um, which we have now sadly had to say goodbye to because I'm all in on Becker Talks Money. And Logan is now the CEO of the School of Styling, which is incredible. So yeah, a little shout out to Logan. She's doing all the things. So I really started talking to my colleagues and fellow entrepreneurs about money. I've always been the person who has been like, well, like, how are you going to pay for that? Or like, what are you hoping to make this year? Like, is that gross or not? You know, super fun at parties. And so when the pandemic started, I had so many friends who were like, okay, should I apply for PPP? Should I apply for unemployment? Like, what are these relief grants? We're all trying to figure this out. And through that experience, kind of learning about the resources that were available to all of us and walking people through them, people started saying, you should really be charging for this, or you should really do a course or, you know, something like that. So last year in January, 2022, I officially started Becker Talks Money and it's just been the best. I love that, Sarah. I have to admit, like, I did not know that you had a background in wedding photography. I had yes. That's, that's yes. so cool. Well, I love that so much. And I love learning new things about my guests. So thank you for sharing all that. Of course. Awesome. If you are listening to this episode live, I have some time-sensitive news to share with you today. After listening to this week's episode, I really want you to head on over to the show notes and get on the wait list for the Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle 2.0 Funnel Edition today. Yes, you heard me. The popular bundle is back, but in 2.0 form. So if you are ready to sprinkle in some systems and workflow magic of funnel building into your business in 2023, get ready, my friend. Coming February 6th through February 10th of 2023, you are going to have access to over 30 plus experts who are going to be contributing different funnel related resources to help you grow your own top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, and beyond the funnel strategies for 2023. This bundle includes resources from experts such as Ellen Yin of Cubicle to CEO, Ashlyn Carter, Linda Sidhu, Krista Miller, Kate Doster, just to name a few, and so many more amazing experts and industry leaders. You don't want to miss out on the Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle 2.0 Funnel Edition. So head on over to systemsandworkflowmagic.com to get on the waitlist or head on over to the show notes. Either way, is 2023 the year you learn more about funnels and how to apply it to your own business? I certainly hope so. And as always, stay streamlined and strategic with your workflows, you amazing muggle you. I'll see you at the Funnel Bundle. Well, I, again, I'm so happy you're here. And I know like we are going to be talking about a topic that people are always so curious about and not everyone really enjoys diving into it. Like yeah. it's both sexy and unsexy at the same time. People have a lot of baggage about money. There's yeah. no one that doesn't have a little baggage and some stuff to work through. So it's a loaded topic. It is. And I'll even be open to admit like it's loaded for me. I still have 
not as much baggage as I used to, but I still carry around some baggage. And But especially as a creative business owner, I think it's important and necessary to dive into this topic because more women need money, not just like so that they can just have money, just I think it's important to be empowered and confident to know that you can have a working relationship with money and not let it consume your life and be so icky feeling like you can have a really, really good relationship with money. Oh, absolutely. And so this is another reason I'm really happy you have agreed to be on the podcast today. I have a feeling like this is going to resonate with a lot of female creative business owners and it's going to help them out a lot. So do you mind sharing some tips on what sort of systems one needs to get started with financial systems? And maybe this could be a two-parter. So speaking to the newer creative business owner who just is now getting started and then speak to the quote-unquote established business owner who may look successful and could be successful, but they're also drowning in that, you know, that baggage, that luggage of money mindset. And so can you speak to both groups? Absolutely. So the first question I get from people starting a new business is, what do I need to do with my money? Like, do I need to separate it right away? When do I get an LLC? How long can I wait? Because people want to avoid it, right? Before you make your first dollar, go to the bank, start a business bank account, get your EIN. An EIN is an employer identification number. It's just like a social security number for your business. So you can get it through irs.gov. It's super easy. It's free. You're going to get it same day. Oh, amazing. And you're going to need that to get the bank account. Okay. So get that first, get the bank account, separate immediately. And you will be so grateful that you did because you cannot know what's going on with your money in your personal life or your business life if they're put together right? Hmm. Knowledge is power. We're trying to get correct information. So we need to split that up. If you're choosing to stay a sole proprietor, you still should split it up. If you do the LLC, it's going to make it even easier to split it up, get that business credit card, pay it off every month, start there. When it comes to more established businesses, well, first of all, I think a lot of people who have decided to be an LLC should also be electing as an S corp at tax time and are not doing so. So that is a big, big, big money savings. I had a client come to me who was making around $300,000 a year was still an LLC. She was losing about 10%, you know, a year just off of not being an S corp. So if you're making around $70,000 a year, it's time to start thinking about becoming an S corp. So that's another really important system to have in place. If you are established, if you're like, okay, well, I've got that. If you're listening to this podcast and you're like, check, 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 like I'm awesome. Um, Then that's, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited. Another big thing to start thinking about once you have some discretionary income, right? You're not just scraping by is saving for retirement because as entrepreneurs, we don't have an HR department. Like we're not given a form to sign for our 401k, right? Like we've got to figure this all out on our own. So I always recommend people start out with a Roth IRA. The max is $6,000 a year. Don't wait until you can max it out to start it. Start it and put $50 a month in there. Like just getting started, the magic of compound interest is going to help you so much. And remember, I mean, as entrepreneurs, you know, we have to hold all these roles and wear all these hats and, you know, insert idiom here. But this is a really important one. And I always tell people like, 
if you are investing in your future self, it's a good investment. And retirement accounts are an excellent investment. Awesome. Wow. That was a lot of information. That's great. <laughs> I'm taking notes and I'm like, okay, so you divided it up really well. Thank you so much. So do you mind if we backtrack a little bit? I would love to. Yes. So let's say there is a listener listening to this podcast. They may be either like one year in or under one year in new, like established business, or they are planning on going into full-time business. So can you like actually hold their hand and let them, okay. What is step one? What should they do to like yes. start off that system in a good yes. way? So to have a system, you have to know your goals. So I always start out people, I call it an enough number. So if you have a traditional job, let's say you get a job, you're going to make four grand a month of this job. You're like, amazing. I have four grand a month. How am I going to spend it? As an entrepreneur, we have to reverse engineer that. And we have to say, okay, how much do I need to pay my bills? If it is three grand a month, okay, how do I make that? All right, not how do I spend it? So we always start with that. And I always tell people, your enough number is not how much you're spending right now. It's how much you need to be spending right now. So we might have to look through some of your bank statements and be like, okay, like, was this target run? What was this for? Like, we really need to get figure out exactly how much you need. Then we can add on a little bit of padding. I always add on about 20% for like more discretionary items. And then we'll know how much money your business needs to make, right? Because if you don't have a system for figuring that out, you're not going to know if your business is successful or not. And this differs for everyone, you know, especially women in our age range having kids. I mean, I have some clients who are like, all my business needs to make is 15 grand a year because I want to take a couple great vacations. I want to pay for my kids' daycare. That's all I want to do. And then some people are like, I need to make 150 grand a year. My kids are in private school. You know, like it's a different cost of living. So that's another reason an enough number is so important because we hear a lot in the entrepreneurial space about a six-figure earner or a six-figure year. Look, and let me tell you, very few of us need to be making six figures Mm -hmm. to live a happy, fulfilled, secure, responsible life, right? I don't. My enough number is 70K. If I make that, I am golden and I'm still saving nearly half of that for retirement. So... I really like to dig deep on what are people's enough numbers, and then we can put a system in place to figure that out. As a plug for me, I have a little money routine checklist that kind of goes through. It's like, okay, what should you do every week, month, quarter, and year? And Dolly, I think I can send you the link for that for your show notes. And it's really great because seeing that checklist, you're going to be like, here's what I need to do. And I also have a little financial foundations checklist for people who are just starting. That's literally like, First, we're going to get the EIN. Then we're going to get the LLC. Then we're going to do this. Because it is overwhelming. And what I find, a lot of feedback I get is like, oh my gosh, I set aside an afternoon to do this and it just took an hour. It didn't take all day. It didn't take a week. It didn't take a month. But I think the avoidance factor, because it feels scary, right? When you're dealing with the government and when you're dealing with money. So people avoid it, which I totally understand. God, it's going to feel so good when you get it done. I totally agree with that statement. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't know if you feel like this, but whenever it comes to like tax season or like getting the numbers together, I feel like the government makes it so complicated to like, I don't know, my husband and I are both like, why is this so complicated? And because we just want to do everything right. And not go to jail. My art (laughs) laughed at me. She's like, you're not going to jail because you're paying everything. I'm like, well, I just want to know if you will send me a package if I ever go to jail. Just send me a care package. No, yeah. It's very important to remember that you're not going to go to jail over taxes. 
It's yes. wild to me. You know, I have a past client who moved to Europe and, you know, in the European country she's in, she gets a bill from the government if she owes anything. The government figures it out for you over there. And I'm like, man, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> tell me what I need to pay instead yeah. of me like guessing. So, okay. So I love that you started off with like reverse engineering your enough number and tuning off the message of, well, you need to be a six, seven, yes. eight like the new number right now is seven and eight figures. Well, like I know. I'm like, man, six figures isn't even good enough anymore, Dolly. I know. Like, well, <laughs> I'm happy with what, like, this is good. Now right. I guess I'd be happy. I need to, like, yeah. 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 And, you know, now. yeah. And something I'll say about high earning is that it is unsustainable. And many of my clients who decide to do it are like, I'm going to do this for two years. And then I'm going to buy my dream house cash. And then I'm going to have this much in retirement and I'm going to peace out. So I think that it is a little dangerous to say, get a six figure month, get a seven figure month that takes so much. And for most people, it is not their core value. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking, you know, because I talk about money all the time on Instagram, I get all these Instagram ads and it's like, level up to seven (laughs) figure months, you know? And I'm like, okay, you were not listening good enough. (laughs) Um, but I think that if you were tempted by those, really think about what is it that that money signifies for you that you really want? Is it the security? Is it the freedom? Is it the flexibility? All of those things can be managed without that insane system, which again, I also have to say like, I probably less than 5% of people who buy that program are actually going to make that. That is an insane amount of money. And, you know, I love it. You know, every couple of years, a new study comes out that shows like, if you're making around $80,000, $90,000, once you make more than that, your happiness does not increase. To be able to not have to worry about money is huge. And that is such a privilege. And that's what I want for all my clients. But once you hit that point where you don't have to worry about it, it really doesn't make a difference if you're making double that. That's true. Oh, that is so true. I love that. Yeah. You guys, if you need to rewind, go back 20, 30 seconds, re-listen to that. Like you just need to find what is enough for you. Yeah. And then again, reverse engineer as a business owner. And then like what Sarah was saying, that extra padding of 20%. Yeah. And then once you have established your number, then what's the next step that you would suggest? Okay, so then the next step. So typically, service or product-based businesses are going to have a couple different offers. And I definitely recommend that, right? You don't want to be selling a high-ticket offer only, but you also don't want to be selling a low-ticket offer only. So for a wedding photographer, this could look like, okay, I'm shooting $5,000 wedding packages, I'm shooting $2,000 elopement packages, and I shoot $400 portrait sessions, or you know what have you, okay? So we're mixing it up. And I love calculating like, okay, if your enough number is, you know, 50 grand a year, then you need to book 10 of those $5,000 big events. Or then you can toggle and you can see like, okay, what if I only want to do five? Then how many elopements would I need to do? How many portrait sessions would I need to do? And I recommend checking in on that every quarter because then you can see I've only booked two. So I need to book more lower ticket or, oh my God, I've already booked eight. So I don't have to do many sessions this year or, you know, what have you. I mean, I have a client who was service-based. She was working five days a week, Monday through Friday. She realized she could work 80% of the time and make enough money. Now she takes Fridays off. She hasn't worked a Friday in over a year. That's huge. That for her, when she talks about six-figure months, she was like, I want the time. I want Friday to do whatever I want before my kids are home for the weekend. And I'm like, that is amazing. She was already able to do it. She just didn't realize it. Oh, that is awesome. I love that so much. The first thing that comes to my mind when you say like a variety of offers is like a ladder, like 
Like, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. It's definitely a ladder. And I think that diversification is really important in how people are finding you, purchasing from you, whether you're a service or a product. And I also think it just adds security to know that you have a variety of offers for a variety of people's financial situations at the time. Gotcha. And I would say it's also good to hone in on what your actual offers are instead of like, yes, being, I don't know, I can't even think out loud. Like Like throwing spaghetti at a wall with like 25 different things. Yeah, don't overwhelm people. Definitely direct them. But I think it's really valuable to have a couple options. I was going to say, don't be a buffet to everyone. (laughs) Yes. Like I'm praying right now as we're like doing this. Like what's the word? Like, oh, food. Like what analogy can I do with food? No. Right. No, absolutely. And the offer should be consistent with your brand and should make sense for your ideal client for sure. But you know, I mean, I have ideal clients who've purchased all three, you know, small, middle and big. Yes. And that should make sense to all of them. They shouldn't be redundant. Okay. I love that so much. Okay. So let's say, because like, I just love everything in like steps. So let's say you have your enough number figured out, you have all your offers figured out, and you have that the small, middle and large package. Okay, what is another system and another step in this financial system? So when it comes to tracking all of your income and expenses, that's really important. Because if you're not tracking, you're not going to know how many of each offer you're getting, you're not going to know how close you are to your enough number, you're not going to know any of that information. So it doesn't really matter what kind of software you use. A lot of people like QuickBooks or FreshBooks. I use Wave Accounting. It is free, which is amazing. And it is really easy to kind of go through and categorize stuff. So I recommend doing that once a month. I do it once a week, but only because it's my job and because it's fun for me, right? Like you do not need to do that. And like when people set up, you know, like a retirement account, I'm like, you can just check this once a year to pull your statement for your accountant. It's detrimental to be watching it, right? So a system for your income and expenses is really important. Investments, you can be much more hands-off. And I'm just writing this all down. I love taking notes while I am talking with guests. This is awesome. And you guys, the notes will also be in the show notes of this episode and blog post so that you can go back and read through it while you're listening. This is a lot of information, but these are steps like I wish somebody had walked me through in the beginning of my creative business journey instead of me figuring it out. I know. We're figuring out enough, right? Like, let's try to make money easier. Yes, yes, I would love that early on. So, okay, so that's awesome. Do you want to add anything else to this, I guess, the system, this checklist for beginner business owners? No, I think that's probably plenty for you guys. (laughs) That's enough homework for today. You've done (laughs) good homework assignment. Hey, friend, if you are listening to the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to bring some systems and workflow magic into your earbuds every single week. It seriously means so much to me that you are tuning in. As a thank you to all of my listeners, I have a special gift for anyone who wants to take their system and workflow strategies around funnel training to the next level. Are you ready? I have created a free private pop-up podcast dedicated to the systems and strategies of funnels. It's called the Foundational Funnel Training Private Podcast. 
And no, if you try to look it up in your favorite podcast app, you won't find it because it's a private training. So here is what is inside this free, fantastic foundational funnel training private podcast. You'll get access to four episodes, all dedicated to teaching you the different digital funnel parts and strategies, which you can in turn apply to your own creative business in 2023 and hopefully beyond. So day one is dedicated to the top of the funnel strategies. Day two is dedicated to some middle of funnel strategies. Day three is dedicated to, you guessed it, the bottom of funnel strategies. And finally, day four is dedicated to more of a continuation of funnel strategies, meaning what should you do with your new leads that have come through your funnel so that they are not scattered, but streamlined and want to continue to get to know you. And the best part, I have invited over 20 different industry leaders who are experts in these different parts of the digital funnel. So it's not just me who's going to be educating you. You are going to be learning from some amazing female business owners who are not only encouraging, but they are so knowledgeable when it comes to these specific strategies at the top, middle, bottom, or a continuation of the digital funnel. Again, this is all for free. And you're probably wondering, well, what's the catch, Dolly? Well, because... One, I just want to give you a behind the scenes look of the new systems and workflow magic bundle, the 2.0 funnel edition coming later in February of 2023. And I wanted to give you some strategies to use straight out of the gate when you begin planning and strategizing for your business in 2023. So I want to give you some free education. The fun begins January 31st, and again, as a reminder, each episode drops until February 3rd of 2023, but don't worry, I'll have replays up until February 11th of 2023, then it does go away forever. I'm not kidding, it really does go away after that. So if you are wanting access to this private podcast, then make your way to the show notes and snag the first intro episode. And that way you can get the episodes all queued up for January 31st when they drop and then they will stream to your favorite podcast app. Again, go to systemsandworkflowmagic.com forward slash private dash funnel dash training dash podcast. I realize that's a really long URL or just simply head on over to the show notes and get on the foundational funnel training private podcast waitlist so that you will get instant streaming to the four days of digital funnel training when they drop. And again, if you sign up today, meaning before January 31st, you will get instant access to that first intro episode. So let me ask you, what are you waiting for? Are you ready for some fantastic foundational funnel education? I truly hope so. I look forward to seeing you in the private podcast training. And until then, stay streamlined and automated, you magical muggle you. 
let's switch gears and let's focus on the established creative business owner. Like, let's say they are making six figures a year, but yet, but yet there's this sense of like still fear with money or baggage, or they don't know where their money is going, but they know bringing in money. Like, let's speak to those business owners because I still think there's importance in education. Even if you're oh yes. six or seven or eight figures a year, you should know where your money's going. Maybe that's just me, but I am like, you should know where your money's going. Yeah, absolutely. I think something that established business owners really struggle with is when do I make certain investments in my business and how do I decide when the right time is? Mm-hmm. And I would say the first piece of information we know for that is that you need to know how much money you have in your business to spend. And that might sound super simple, but a lot of people don't really know. So I really recommend, if you're an S-Corp, you're required to do this by law. If you're an LLC, you're not, but I recommend it for both. And what that is, is pick a monthly amount that's your personal quote unquote salary every month and have it auto pay from your business account. Then you're going to be able to see like, okay, if you need two grand, if you need six grand, again, that's the enough number. Okay. So pull it in to your personal account and then give it a quarter and see what you've got in your business account. Now, this also depends if you're seasonal or not, right? Like as wedding photographers, we're definitely seasonal. So there'll be a couple months where I'm like, woohoo, and a couple months where I... Yes, I'm, I'm I'm wealthy. I've made it in a couple months where I'm like, do I need to get another job? This system really helps with that because if I have a huge month, I don't spend any more money personally. It's just in my business bank account. If I have a bad or, you know, a lower expense, I don't want to put a moral good or bad on how much money you make. If you have a less lucrative month, it doesn't matter because you have that built up. And then at the end of each quarter is a really good time to assess, okay, how much money is in my business account? If it's nothing, if you're just breaking even, it's time to start thinking about, okay, am I either going to lessen my personal expenses or am I going to up my business prices or my business output? Like something needs to change, right? If you have a good amount of money in there, then it's like, okay, well, was there a course I really wanted to take? Is there, you know, a mastermind that I want to join? Does it make sense to put that money toward that? Also, does it make sense? Like, do you need a little money in your personal life? Are you saving for a car or a house or, you know, something like that? Then you can put, give yourself a little bonus. You can bonus yourself out at the end of each quarter is kind of the system that I recommend. Um, Because I think entrepreneurs, especially are like, I don't want to be limited Mm -hmm. to this certain monthly amount. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That is just a baseline, right? You can always pull more if your business is super successful, like good for you. But having that system is really important. And then you can kind of see trends And no, investments are hard to decipher. I think that risk-taking is something that is important to get comfortable with, especially as an entrepreneur. You really have to stay flexible. And I mean, I know you know this because you have invested in courses and you're a big advocate for that and you've been in masterminds, but like leveling up your business is also really important. You don't want to stagnate. And I also find that there are years where I'm spending more on that. For instance, in 2019, I spent $350 on education, the end, that's it. And then the next year I spent like 3000, right? So again, and it's because I had a really great year in 2019. I was like, you know what, here are some things I've been really wanting to learn. I'm going to invest in that. And that really leveled up my business in huge ways. It's just making sure, do we have the money to do it? And, or do we have a plan to pay for it? Like, is the money going to be coming in? And is this investment going to make me more money? A very nerdy little exercise I like to do sometimes is I'll pull up an investment calculator and be like, if I invested this money today in the stock market instead, how much would it be in 10 years? And if I'm like, okay, it's still worth it, I'll do it. But if I'm like, no, (laughs) 
and I won't. Do you mind sending that link to the investment? Oh, I absolutely will. Yeah. I mean, and again, money's not everything. It's not the thing. It's not the only value we have in our lives. So don't base every decision off that. But I do find it helpful sometimes when I know I probably shouldn't spend money on something. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you brought that point up because like, I grew up in a very conservative minded home and like we weren't really allowed to ask or talk about money openly. And so that kind of like, I don't know, that really inhibited, like, I don't want to say I was a victim because I wasn't like, I just, I don't know. It took me a while to like start having a healthy relationship with money treating it like this is really personal and bad. And that's another reason why I think it's really important to talk about it, create these healthy systems for yourself. And like Sarah was saying, it's okay to like assess this every quarter. And if you assess and see, oh, I can't logically pay for this mastermind for (laughs) the next six months, then don't do it. You can assess in the next six months and you might do. So yes. Absolutely. And also like, you know, enough number has changed so much over the years too. And you know, like this year we purchased a home and there were a lot of improvements we wanted to do with it. So I've really had to go back and be like, okay, how are we going to pay for this? And figuring that out and then figuring out that we could do it felt so good. I will brag on my husband a little bit here. Itai, if you're listening, both live right now because I'm recording and later (laughs) on in the future for this episode. I am so grateful because he's the one that casts a vision for us with financial spreadsheets. And I will have to share a personal story here just because this makes me giggle. A few years ago when we were paying off all of, I'm going to say my student loans, not his, my student loans, he called Mm -hmm. the, um, the Excel spreadsheet. I imagine like, can you imagine? And so, which made me giggle and he's so like, motivational I'm so inspired he like opened it up for me at the dining room table this is like when we lived in our old house before we had kids can you imagine presentation yes. and I was just cracking up and dying but he had it all laid out and it made sense and it made sense to me and we were out of debt within 19 months like that's amazing congratulations okay, so I just had to like throw that little like it's good to like sit down and assess your finances like you were sharing I was like I have to share that little story about my husband man it fit right in it's like we scripted it but we didn't guys I promise (laughs) yeah imagine make yourself your own imagined presentation and yeah do it so okay so you had shared for more of an established business owner just like some systems of you need to know how much you have in your business to spend and then pick a monthly amount and auto pay yourself from that amount. And then at another point is at the end of the quarter, you can assess your financial situation if this is working for you. And then what any other steps you would recommend for the more established business owner? Yes. So one thing I would say is just because you're established, again, don't think that you don't need to reevaluate. We should always be constantly reevaluating. And another tip I have for, I mean, no matter where you are in your business is to think about your budget annually instead of monthly. If you have fluctuating income, this is such a great little mindset change. So like, you know, if I have like an Adobe subscription, that's $50 a month. I'm like, that's $600 a year. I don't think about it as $50 a month, right? So that is really helpful. And it can really help to in, you know, less lucrative months, like we were saying, feel confident because you're like, well, I budgeted annually. So I know how much I need 
per year, not per month. So that's another huge thing. And I know that it can be hard to figure out, like if you're budgeting personally, you can find like a method at 70, 30, 80, 20, you know, and it's really hard to do that as a business, which is why I am creating, have created a little business budget bootcamp. And so that will walk you through like, okay, exactly how much percentage wise should I be budgeting for all of these things so that you can really determine the health of your business. And then obviously you can tweak it for what works for you. But I think sometimes it's hard to see like the forest for the trees, as they say. And if you're just looking at all these numbers, you don't know if you're really where you should be progressing to have a profitable business. I love that so much. And that's called the business budget bootcamp. Yes. And that will be also in the show notes, everyone. I have a bunch of notes to share from you from Sarah. You guys are going to love it. Okay. So these are both really good points. So if you are a brand new creative business owner or you're brand new starting up a system for yourself financially, please listen in. And even this is for the established business owner as well. Sarah shared a lot of things. And these are things I am now stepping into myself. I'm going to have to talk with my CPA about this. And so that's exciting. I actually, we spoke with our, me being transparent. We just started Roth IRA for my own business. Great. And I always like butcher the name of it. So I'm not even going to say it. So because I don't want to embarrass myself <laughs> even more. But that's something that you really have to sit down. And if you have a spouse, like sit down and talk with them about it and yeah. talk with your, we have a financial planner. So we spoke with him about it. My financial planner spoke with my CPA. And so we figured out a system that would work for my business. And you guys, I'm not like raking in six, seven, eight figures. I'm like, you're not an eight figure earner, Dolly. Then what are we doing here? figure business. I'm like, just kidding. I'm not. Yet. Yeah. Next year, it's going to be like 11 figures. I'm like, all right. Like, you know, I can't up anymore. It's too the Jeff Bezos of it all. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the anti, anti me. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. So I share that just to be encouraging to anyone. Who's oh yeah. You like, I'm not making like, I'm like that six figure yet. Cause I know my yes. enough in my business, but I'm still able to save for retirement. So this is like very empowering. I'm I'm excited for my future. So anyways, I wanted to wrap up and I wanted to ask you, Sarah, uh, do you mind sharing what your resources for the systems and workflow magic funnel bundle? Because Sarah is going to be contributing this amazing, amazing mini course about finances for your small creative business. And she is going to teach it like it does fit in relation with the funnel. And so I'm going to like let her share just a little tidbit about what she can do. Yeah, absolutely. So very, very exciting. The business budget bootcamp is what's going to be in the bundle. I chose this because I'm like literally built it for this bundle because I wanted something that was applicable for both new business owners who were starting out with a funnel or more established business owners that are like, okay, it's time for the funnel. So I think this is a really good gut check for everyone. We're going to go through kind of like the three main budgeting systems I see people use. We can pick, you know, what is best for you through the mini course. There's a lot of spreadsheets. There's a lot of worksheets there are checklists, it's going to be great. And so if the stuff we talked about today about the quarterly check ins, if any of that feels like overwhelming or exciting to you, this will be a great resource for you to really pin it down. And again, it's a mini course, it's video based. So it's literally me and I'm also always available 
to my students via DM and email for any questions that come up. So I'm excited to walk a cohort through this program because I really believe in it. And I think it's extremely powerful. You are going to love this. And I know I'm really excited about this as well. Pretty much you all, if you've been like keeping up with these episodes, you know, I've been slowly introducing all the contributors. I haven't even been able to introduce all the contributors because there's over, I can't even think right now, over 30 different contributors. And in the past like eight weeks, I've been highlighting a new contributor. And Sarah is one of those amazing all of them are amazing, but I'm just in very good company. Yes. You guys who decide to check out the bundle, it is coming out at the beginning of February, but I just want to introduce the contributors to you and just like give you guys a taste. Like this is going to be value packed and jam packed. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get the bundle and take all the courses, all the other ones. (laughs) So I'll be there. I'll be right with you guys. I know we'll be learning together. So Sarah, how can people find you, work with you, follow you, like share all the things about you? Yes, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at Becker Talks Money. My website is www.beckertalksmoney.com. And if you add a little backslash resources on there, it'll take you to all my free checklists and guides and you can just go ham, go crazy. And if you want even more Dolly content, because who doesn't, Dolly was featured in one of my favorite little PDF eBooks. It's called 15 Entrepreneurs Share Their Best Money Advice. And Dolly is featured in that. So thank you again, Dolly, for being a part of that. And you can find that on that webpage as well. I'm not saying it was really good because I was in it, but all the other women. And that sounds like a very like narcissistic. People were so funny. The contributors were like, oh my God, you didn't tell me that so-and-so would be in here too. Everyone was like starstruck by the other people, which made me feel really good. I just loved all the contributors and it really was a great PDF resource. And so, yeah, if you haven't yet, go and download that. And then can you tell us about the free resource that you have for my guests today? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes, we're all guests here. We're, yeah, we're, we're all in Dolly's office at this yes. point. Yeah, so the money routine checklist is super awesome. It's going to walk you through what do you be doing every week, month, quarter, year for your business finances. And because I go 100,000%, there's also the financial foundations checklist for y'all who were just starting out. So, you know, pick your poison, download both, download one, whatever you'd like. Yes. But remember, just take it one day at a time and then reach out to Sarah because yeah, money talk can be very, very intimidating, but Sarah makes it fun. And And I'm always in my DMs. I tell people, look, slide on in. It's true. I feel like I'm always asking her questions now about (laughs) like, I just switched over from one learning course to another learning course, Thrivecart. And I have been asking Sarah questions nonstop. I'm like, okay, how do you do this? Okay, well, I love it so much. Them? I'm happy to be an unofficial ambassador for them. Oh, man. But, <laughs> but DriveCart, if you're listening and you want to make it official, it's hello at BeckerTalksMoney.com. <laughs> yes. yes. So please like take her up on that. She's really fun and nice and kind and like so much wisdom. Thank so um, thank you so much again for coming. Thank you, on. Dolly. And I will have all of the links and resources mentioned in this episode in the links in this episode. So I just Amazing. realized this that episode like 300 times. So it's all right. Episode, episode, podcast, podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> so much for listening in this week, you all. And I look forward to chatting with you all next week. So have a wonderful and happy new year 2023 and i'll talk to you all next week bye 
Thank you so much for listening to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. You can find full show notes from today's episode at dollydelongphotography.com forward slash podcast. If you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Be sure to screenshot this episode, share it to your stories, and tag me at Dolly DeLong Education over on Instagram. Until next time, go make some strategic workflow magic.